Hello and welcome to Connecting You to You Radio, where we tune in to receive the messages of health and well-being that are being broadcast from the soul. I'm your host, Lisa Warner, author of The Simplicity of Self-Healing. I show you how to heal your body naturally by combining your body's innate intelligence with the wisdom of your own soul so that you can break through the mental programming of limiting beliefs that cause disease and make healing your body and changing your life simple. And good day, everyone. Mm-hmm. Welcome to another Solution Sunday. I'm and Lisa Warner. Good day, everyone. There's our reverberation. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are in the world. Good day. I'm Lisa Warner. I am the author of The Simplicity of Self Healing and the creator of solution sunday where the soul is the solution Mm. today i am here with my new friend marlo nicola and you guys are gonna love her because i do so (laughs) today marlo and i are going to be talking about sacred surrender and i'm so excited about this topic marlo welcome Thank you, Lisa. This is so fun. I love you too. <laughs> so we, you and I were having a conversation and we were really talking about sacred surrender and it just start, sort of seemed like, oh, you know, this seems like our topic for Solution Sunday. So, so let's just start out with that, that general topic, that term. What does sacred surrender mean to you? Hmm. Well, it's always something that I lean more deeply into. So it's kind of, um, I just have newer and different understandings. But in this moment, <laughs> what my understanding of it is, is that it's actually surrendering to our divinity and surrendering to who we are really here to be and let everything else be an expression of that. And so there's a lot of other things that feel like a little surrendering, but they're all guiding us back to ourselves and just letting ourselves be who we are. That's it, right? In a nutshell, because, you know, we are the soul. We are created in divine perfection. There's nothing wrong with any of us. Mm -hmm. And then we come into these bodies in this crazy mixed up society. That's, you know, this warmongering fear-based stuff, you know, run and hide, you know, climb to the top of the ladder. You know, if you don't have a bazillion dollars, you're nobody, you know, all of this crazy, crazy ideas in society. And then we kind of forget that we are these infinite, immortal, spectacular, amazing beings. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, you know, it's interesting because in some ways I feel like that's part of the game <laughs> is to forget to remember. <laughs> and so it's, I'm just grateful that I, 
I know this now <laughs> because now I get to live the rest of my life from this place. And so it's, it's really shifted. And I, I'm getting more and more um, trust and faith in that. And I unhook from all those other programs and I get to play a different game now. Exactly. So what, what brought you to that point? Well, I think it's kind of this evolution. Um, and, you know, it's interesting because I kind of started in the coaching world um, as a professional organizer. So I knew that if we could just create the simple life that we would be able to play more and to really create more enjoyment and not be so bogged down from all, all the things and all the um, pressure and obligation and things like that. And then it kind of morphed into um, teaching law of attraction and manifesting because I thought that was the answer of like, oh, let's, you know, create what we want and create, you know, all this stuff. But then there was something missing for me in that too. And my favorite part of it was the allowing piece. But very few people were talking about that because that was kind of more the scary part. Everyone loved the getting clarity and raising your vibration. <laughs> but very few people would just let it in. And oftentimes people were allowing so that it happened and what i've learned since really diving deeper into surrender is that surrender is not a strategy and it's not in order to it's actually to be free and to just be more you and then whatever wants to come in because i realized that everything i manifested were the things that wanted to happen anyway it's not me doing all the efforting to do all the manifesting stuff to actually let those in so so that was kind of that process and then um, I was diagnosed with breast cancer four and a half years ago at this point. And it was soon, and thankfully I had this major um, retreat that I went to with a really dear friend and mentor who also helped me like lean into who I am. So having that support and having already some kind of foundation of like, not who I am as a human being, but who I am as a divine being. And um, with the diagnosis, within minutes after the shock of hearing it, I was just like, oh, I'm a divine being and nothing can hurt me. And that just really opened up. And I'm going to deal with this with a lot of peace and magic. I'm not going to make decisions from fear. Like I was really clear about that. And so I think that was my mystical initiation into like, this works. And this is really true. And so after four months, I was free of that experience and story. And just keep diving deeper into that. And then my biggest awareness was fairly recently. Um, we were talking earlier about like being hooked into, you know, the business models and all this stuff. And, and I was kind of spinning in that again as like, well, who do I serve? And, you know, I really was trying to figure it out and I was in my head about it. And I was doing a retreat on, um, breaking the spell of codependency because that's been another thing I've needed to unhook from. <laughs> and when I realized I was spinning and I just released the idea or this need to know who I serve, a few days later, I was listening to something um, by another friend who teaches astrology and she was speaking about the planet Jupiter. And in there, she just said this one liner. I don't think it was even really planned, but it's exactly what I needed to hear. And it was like, you are here to serve your higher self. And in that moment, I was free. 
of all the external looking outside of myself. Who are my clients? Who, who do I serve? And it's like, oh, I'm here to serve my higher self. And I just have to, I just keep coming back to that and it's be more stabilized. Um, even as we're um, talking, like, I still feel like there's a little bit, it hasn't like fully, but it's, it's mostly there and it's super fun. And it's like, wow, this is, this is it. This is how I want to live and how I meant to live is serving from that place and knowing that anything beyond that is, is just as an expression of that. So I, that's a long story. To your I love that. I love that. Um, I love that perspective of I'm here to serve my higher self because, you know, <laughs> I all, and, you know, I am also here to be my higher self. Right. Yes. And, yeah. You know, because the higher mm-hmm. self, it's the soul. It's who we are. It's not like, I think in the, you know, in the spiritual community, there's kind of this idea that there's a higher self that's like somewhere off in the distance. It was like, no, it's right here, right now. We have all of that access, mm-hmm. all, all of that wisdom. We have access to all wisdom. And yeah. when we, you know, part of the word surrender is also about giving up, like giving up the, you know, surrender your possessions, you know, like, mm-hmm. like surrender all of the stuff that we have been taught that has literally nothing to do with who we are. Right. You know, all of these ideas about how you should do it and who you should be and how you should look and how you should act and when you should do it and when, what you should all of these ideas that that have been thrown at us, placed upon us Mm -hmm. since birth. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we have all of these ideas about what we're supposed to do and who we're supposed to be and how we're supposed to be it and who we're supposed to be it with. And yeah, it was like, whoa, when we, when we listen to all of those external values from the external world all of the rules the regulations we take when we take those on as our own it does not feel good and then we wonder why our bodies aren't functioning the way we want them to why we don't feel well why we're struggling why we're why we can't get our minds to quiet Mm -hmm. but Mm-hmm. I serve my higher self. I am here to serve that. I am here to place my attention on my inner knowing. I am yeah. here to be me. Yeah. And when we start being ourselves, ourselves start to be themselves as well. And they don't it. have to, they don't have to take on somebody else's shape. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. And I think that distinction that you just made is actually what shifted for me because I I resisted um, surrendering to my higher self because it felt like for a long time I was giving my my power away to something outside of myself. Mm -hmm. And I didn't want to do that. I I spent all this time reclaiming my power. And so what and I don't really know how it, it came to be, but it it was the surrender, like it was the grace that came in to help me see 
that I'm surrendering to myself. I'm not surrendering power to anything outside of me. And so that was the embodiment of, of like allowing me to be the thing, I mean, like my higher self. So, um, yeah, I feel like in serving my higher self, I'm serving me. I'm just like the instrument right now in this physical form <laughs> that gets to express um, that. And I wanted to share, I had this meditation with the unicorns, because that's another thing I love is bringing in unicorn medicine. And when I met with my higher self, um, you know, before it was, again, the separate thing outside of myself that I would have a conversation with. And, and then I would merge, uh, or she would merge with me, basically, you know, so there would be a bit of the higher self in me. But this time, I actually merged with it. And the higher self was the bigger expression. And it was just this human piece that was part of it. And it was the first time that that had switched. And um, it just feels really, really great. It's amazing when we start mm -hmm. to realize that we are so much more than we've ever been allowed to know. Yeah. And when we start to let go of the external world and we start to bring our focus back inside and we start to ask who am I you know mm -hmm. what are my true values what do I really want to create how do I want to live and mm -hmm. um, you know are all of these external rules do they even make sense for me right you yeah. know yeah and when we actually really look at the external rules, very, very few of them actually make any sense. <laughs> I know. Yeah, it's true. And, and you know, I, I've done a lot of um, talking about the different dimensions. And in the third dimension, there are all these rules. And in the fourth dimension, not as many. <laughs> and in the fifth, there's even less. And so it just, again, helps me see like, oh, that's just the, the third dimensional game, you know, that have different you know, like you do this and this happens and it, it, you know, it's very drama focused. I mean, there's just a lot in that and we can talk more about it, but yeah, it helps me to just see like, Oh, that, that's just rules for a different game. And I'm not playing that game anymore. And, um, and then the other thing that just popped in, that I want to say that is another reason why I'm still in this unfolding of what sacred surrender means is, is we, I've gotten to this place thanks to a, a book that I read, but that we're actually not surrendering anything because we were already surrendered. And so that's the thing that I can't fully speak to, although I think we are speaking to it here. It's like, what if we're already surrendered and there's actually nothing to surrender? It's just a letting go of resistance and it's a letting go of insistence because I think there's a, this other sense of like, oh, I want this, so I'm going to make this happen, where it's like, wait a minute, is that really what wants to happen? And can I even surrender my preference? Can I surrender, you know, let go of my preference? Can I let go of what I think I want and actually do what I'm here? Where am I being guided? And I know sometimes people have a hard time. And this was me too. Like, I, I didn't want to give away my power. I don't want somebody to tell me what to do. <laughs> and, you know, I'm like this rebel in that way. And I don't want to be told what to do in the third dimension, but in the higher dimensions, like, yeah, I'm, I'm happy to be guided, guide me where, where am I to go next and what, what really wants to come through. And so it's such a different, um, you, 
it's hard to say those the same thing in the like the same thing like don't be told what to do means different things in the different playgrounds <laughs> I guess exactly mm-hmm. well, it's like you know I look at the, the third dimension kind of as this this inverted matrix where everything is is going backwards mm-hmm. everyone everything is pointed at the small limited human that you know you have to do this you can't do that always never should shouldn't can't won't all of that and when we're walking around in that third dimension everything is coming at us all the time every all the time energy 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 ideas do this don't do that what are you doing why are you doing it and it's always coming at us so with the energy always coming at us it always feels like like we have to kind of protect ourselves and we have to shore up our defenses because we feel really small and we feel vulnerable to attack all the time because that energy is constantly flowing. But, but that's the inverted matrix. That's the opposite of what's actually real because what's actually real is that we are the light. We, our energy is flowing out all the time. And every, we are always emanating our life force energy. And when we're emanating our energy, we're creating with that energy. Mm-hmm. But when we're like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, we're creating with that energy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we're getting a whole bunch of things that go, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. Whereas when we are just living from our true self and we're a, we're surrendered to that higher self we're just simply open and we're allowing our light to flow we're allowing source to flow through us yeah. to allow that living life force energy to simply take its shape through us when we're choosing our energy and we're choosing our state of being consciously, mm-hmm. happy, healthy, peaceful, curious, confident, dignified, you know, whatever those energies are, when we're being those, we beam those things out through our essence. And then the universe reflects that. Yeah. Yeah. I love that, especially with the image behind you with the, the sunbeam that's coming through. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, we are this sun. We are these lights, mm-hmm. you know? Like, it's proven that we can only see a really small part of the light spectrum. Mm-hmm. You know, visible light is, it, science proves it all the time, that we can only see this much. We are this light. We are beaming our light all the time. Even if we don't see it with our eyeballs, either we have that light turned way up or we have it turned way down. Yeah. And you know what's beautiful? Because I feel like I would say most of us are pretty sensitive, whether we're aware of it or not, because we feel that. We feel it from others. We feel it from ourselves. And so even if we can't see it, maybe that's not the, the sense that we can tune into, but we can actually feel it. Exactly. And so 
there's evidence and, and it is tangible in our, our life. And it, um, like we feel it within our body for ourselves, but we can also feel it based on who we're with too. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's where, that's where the, where things get really cloudy and muddled, I think, is that we believe that because we can feel energy, that if we're feeling anxious or nervous or worried, or, you know, we feel this, you know, these energies of, of resistance Mm -hmm. in our bodies, we just assume that it's our own energy. Right. And then we go, Oh, what's wrong with me? Like, I feel really anxious. I'm really nervous, but we don't understand that we're feeling energy. Yeah. And it's not because we did anything wrong or because we're not good enough or because we don't have enough money in the bank or whatever it is. Right. We're feeling an energy. Yeah. And then that energy has thought patterns that are attached to the frequency. Then we just get lost in those thoughts instead of just clearing out the energy. Yeah. It's so true. And I feel like I mean, that's one of the gifts. Um, I teach energy medicine yoga, which is a different style of yoga using um, your meridians and your hands as magnets. So you're working with your aura and your, your, um, it is just a beautiful practice. But that helped me see that, oh, emotions are just energy in motion and that I don't even need to identify myself with them. I think we, we do a lot of, and pride ourselves. And right now I see this movement of like, feel your feelings and like really, you know, honor your feelings and yes, but don't over identify with them. Let the energy move through. And that's the other thing that I really um, have experienced is like, Oh, this is that energy of anxiety. Okay. Yeah. I can be with it. Cause we don't also don't want to resist it, but then give it space, give it presence and then watch it just transform. I did that with fear. I've done that with, you know, all kinds of, even the things I was bumping up against with the pandemic. Like I leaned into whatever I was feeling about it and then it disappeared. And then I was free to show up because most people make decisions from fear or anxiety to resist that or to not be part of it or anger. And it's like, wow, if you could release those energies and just then be with what's there. And then make it, you know, movement from there. I feel like that's um, a very different experience. And so I love that you brought that into the conversation because that's a really important piece that we don't have to identify with how we're feeling. It's just being with those energies that are coming through. Exactly. You know, when we, when we discern the difference between energy and emotion, mm-hmm. like, Energy is not always personal. Emotion is personal. Energy is not. Mm. So mm. when we can differentiate between, mm-hmm. then we can start. Energy is easy to transform. Like mm-hmm. it just with your own consciousness, you can literally mm-hmm. just choose to change the frequency of the energy. Yeah. Like it's really, really easy. But to pull yourself out of depression or anxiety Mm. or fear, it's a whole lot harder to let go of those emotions than it is 
to raise the frequency of an energy. Hmm. Yeah, that's interesting. I'll have to sit with that because to me, it has felt now that I've done it with the emotions, it feels like there's a way of, again, letting some of that just move through because it's usually our resistance to those emotions that keeps them stuck in in our bodies, in our heart, in our mind. And um, I also think what you're speaking to is just kind of affirming like this codependency energy too of, you know, always having like even wanting to take on other people's stuff and, you know, as healers or coaches or whatever, and, um, and feeling like we're victims to that energy that's coming in when we can be just kind of in our sovereignty. And that's the other, that's the other word I'm loving right now for sacred surrender is sovereignty. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, We can, yeah, have that discernment of, oh, this is not mine. And this is not mine to fix. This is not mine to change because nothing needs fixed. <laughs> and everyone, like, just trust in other people's capacity to navigate however they're navigating with what they're dealing with. And there's still ways to support, but not from a fixing or you need me or I need to be needed or, you know, those kinds of things. But I, I feel like that has helped me do what you're speaking to. And Denise is asking, how does it flow through? You lean into, let's say, fear. Then, then what? Hmm. Well, I think from what has happened to me is when you can be with the fear and really feel it. You know, like welcome it in, because um, oftentimes it's like, okay, I'm I'm letting you in, but I don't really want you here. <laughs> You know, like you could come to my front door, but I don't know if I'm going to let you in the house. (laughs) So like really let it be, because I think we also can feel at least the people I work with and how I've experienced it is I had to get to a place of trusting my capacity to feel it and to let it be here. And then you can have a conversation with it. You can see if you're um, willing to, to let it be there without needing to fix it, without it needing to go away, without it needing to like do anything about it. And then also look and see what you're making it mean about you. You know, like, what am I making this fear mean about who I am? And then ask, am I willing to let this go? Am I ready to let this go? It, and then you can actually just say yes. It's like having a pencil in your hand and just putting it down, you know, like we don't have to keep gripping it and or pushing it away. So that's one way you can do it. And then you can just see what's there. I find for me now that I've done this for a while, it, it can be pretty instantaneous. Like it doesn't have to take a long time. Um, and it, it's just the willingness to be with it, I think is probably the most, um, that's what's going to transmute it probably more than anything and not like wallow in it and, and even just be with the wallowing in it. You know, like you're kind of like this observer and just noticing where you feel it and what, um, and what the message is. Yeah. You know, I always look at kind of the fear I look at as like false evidence appearing real mm-hmm. because every time I've ever been afraid of something, once I walk through it, it was like, Oh, I didn't really need to be afraid of that. Like, and I realized like the higher self, the soul, it's not afraid of anything in the physical realm. 
Yeah. Like there's literal, we are non-physical beings and there's literally nothing in the physical realm that can harm us. Yeah. Like it's really, really true. It is true. You know? It's so fun when you get to that knowing and I feel like I interrupted you. <laughs> so go ahead and I'll hang on to what I was just going to say. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm right. excited with that. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, when I started looking at, well, wait a minute, I am the soul, like mm -hmm. I am the infinite being. Mm -hmm. What am I afraid of? Like my human self may be afraid, but let's let's step back, look at it from the broader perspective. Mm -hmm. You know what's actually going on here, and you know I'll use my I used to have these massive panic attacks. I would have you know anxiety. Mm -hmm. It was like this pill the feeling in the pit of my stomach and would be like oh you know and I would and, and then I would have just like full-on full-blown panic attack you know like in the house for three days not wanting to see anybody I mean just like really extreme stuff and then finally I realized one day wait a minute this is energy and I can transmute energy. All I have to do is breathe with it. Like I can mm -hmm. just consciously breathe and use my breath to move it out of my body. And once I realized, wait a minute, I can either be having an anxiety attack or I can be feeling energy, which yeah. is it? Mm -hmm. And once I realized, wait a minute, I'm actually just feeling energy then I could just transmute it. I could just literally move it out of my body and be done with it. That's so beautiful. my whole thing, you know, one of the things that I learned when doing my little cancer experience yeah. was take the label off. Mm -hmm. Like as soon as we put a label on something, it makes it real. Mm -hmm. So as whether we're labeling something as fear or anxiety or cancer or irritable bowels, like whatever it is, take the name off it. And yeah. all you're left with is an imbalance. Mm -hmm. And rebalancing really isn't a big deal. <laughs> so I love it. It is simple. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's one of those things too, like with fear in particular. Um, it's usually the fear of something that's going, you think is going to happen. And so I feel like when we can be with it, we're bringing, we're coming back to presence. We're giving it that space of in this moment, I'm fine. In this moment, nothing is wrong. In this moment, everything's okay. And, and then that just expands out to like, oh, that means everything is okay. That means it's always okay. And, um, I know that just came through when you're sharing. The, the, this present moment mm -hmm. is the only moment there is. Ever. <laughs> I, exactly. Time <laughs> is an illusion. Mm -hmm. Time is not linear. Mm -hmm. It is just right now, right here. And this is the only place where we have access to our soul. It's mm -hmm. called our presence for a reason we have to be mm -hmm. present with it we have to notice the higher aspect of ourselves and we can't do that in the past or the future we can mm -hmm. only do it now yeah. and this moment is where 
I get to choose how I feel. And if I wake up in the morning and I'm like a little on the dull, I'm like, all right, let me amp up my energy before I even get out of bed. Like, Mm -hmm. let me make sure, like, is my light shining? Like, am Mm -hmm. I shining bright or not? Like, turn it up. Like, I get to choose (laughs) how much light I shine. I get to Mm -hmm. choose my frequency and vibration. I get to choose how I feel today. And I didn't choose for a long time. So it got chosen for me. Exactly. Yeah. if, yeah. if the external world is going to choose anything for us, it's not going to be good. <laughs> like, mm. Anything anybody else chooses for you is never really, it's mm. their choice, not your own. So yeah. it's really important to be able to make our own choices about how we're going to feel. Yeah, cool. I'm curious, um, does she feel like that answered her question? the fear yeah uh looks like yep yeah denise if you have any more questions let us know okay cool yeah yeah we can always move energy out of our bodies but unless we notice it as energy Mm -hmm. we can't well makes me extra excited to maybe share energy medicine with you at some point because it does that it just really moves all these beautiful things and then it activates our joy circuits and it really allows all that to come in and it is a it's a balancing of energy in our bodies so at some point we'll play more with that beautiful yeah you do a lot of things with play don't you no i do tell us (laughs) the things that you do um well i well, one of the things that we recently did was the gene keys um, together. And so what what's in my gene keys, which I've, I didn't realize, I mean, I guess I realized this, but I have um, the gene key in there that is all about, um, well, you do too, all play, no work. <laughs> and, and so it's really just letting um, me be more me. And it's, it's interesting how even when I lived in a co-housing community, and even before that, I would be drawn, or kids would be drawn to me. Like I would be the only adult at their birthday party that was invited and not a parent, you know? And so, and I would have the girls over and we'd have sleepovers. So there's been this energy that I've carried. Um, I mean, it's just who I am. And so it's kind of fun that the unicorns came in. So that's one way I play. But one thing that really lights me up is playing in retreats and offering space for other people to experience that. And and I love being in nature. Um, And recently the whole play, you know, like, again, that's gonna have different energies or different understandings in the different dimensions. And one of the things that I feel like um, with with surrender or um, even sometimes with manifesting, it's like, oh, I'm just gonna sit back and let it happen. And, you know, we can kind of be this wet, limp noodle. <laughs> and, and play is participating. Play is engaging. Play is trying new things. Play is that curiosity. Play is that looking through life with awe and wonder um, for me. And I realized, too, that my version of play will look different than someone else's version of play. And because I don't like playing different role, you know, like some people like, um, improv or they like, um, 
being in a play. I don't really like being other identities or whatever. I just want to be me. <laughs> and so like we all have different versions of, of play. And I, I think um, the other thing that comes up is I think I was telling you in writing, um, being a contributing author to the book Sacred Surrender that's coming out soon, that I was really struggling with writing my chapter and it wasn't coming through. And and what I wrote was poo. And my husband called me out on it. And he's like, well, you can cancel your date with your friend today and spend all day writing, or you could not turn something in. Those were my two options because it was due that night and whatever I had written was not great. And it didn't feel aligned either. Like it just, I could tell that it wasn't the thing. But I chose play. I chose to play with my friends because I knew that that was more important than buckling down and putting my nose to the grindstone and, you know, creating something from that energy. It's like, no, if it's going to be created, it's going to be created through play. And, and play is more important to me than the work. And I can't do it the old way anymore. And so um, that is kind of examples of play for me. <laughs> I love that. And that, and what came of it? Oh, so yeah, this is a funny part. So I ended up after my play date with my friend, I went to Starbucks to write um, the thing because it was due in a couple hours. And the message I got from my higher self was to just write my story. So I was doing that and I pulled from different places that I had written my story that actually had a lot more juice to it because it I could like, I wasn't really tuned in with it. I was pulling it over and I was kind of recreating stuff. And then I messaged my friend and say, hey, how do you want this chapter? And as I was closing out documents, I realized that when I went back to go into what I had written, it was gone. And it's like my higher self is like, and now you're done. <laughs> I'm going to delete this. You're done telling your story. You're done. Like it was a, a purifying experience for me over the year or month of every time I sat down and something else got cleaned up, you know? So it was like um, that process. And then out came um, what really wanted to happen, what I really wanted to do, but didn't give myself permission to was creating a day retreat. Um, so people could experience their own sacred surrender in this book. And it just started flowing through. And um, it was just, and it's the thing that I knew that if it lit me up, I was of service to my higher self. And this is what really wanted to happen. And the side benefit is anybody who gets to experience it for themselves. But the gift was me being able to fully express that. And it was just so much fun. And it was like so clear and obvious after I look back. It's like, oh, well, hello, that's been there the whole time. <laughs> Why did I like create all this resistance? And I also think that that experience was perfect because I think I needed to be done with those stories. And that is something that I do for others. I know people can speak into, um, like in my retreats and stuff, things get cleaned up just by speaking to them and me listening. And so it's like I needed to do that process for myself. Beautiful. Yeah. So you host both in-person and online retreats. Yeah. Right? And apparently now in books. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, retreats are the thing for me. I just see what happens in them in such a short time period. And I feel like they're little beautiful activations and clearings and resets um, that people get to experience, whether they're online or in person. And, and I'm doing one on play coming up um, 
April 8th through 11th. That's an online um, retreat called Magic Portal for Play. And I'm really excited to just allow each person, well, one, to have playmates in this magical realm, and then to everyone to give themselves permission to play in a way that really lights them up and just live in these higher dimensions and, and live a surrendered life. Like it really is way more playful than the other ways we've been taught and programmed to, to play and live. Well, yeah. You know, I think about that a lot because, you know, I never wanted to go to school because I knew that that was just grooming for work, you know, getting everybody in the mindset of nine to five, do your work, you know, school work, go to work, you know, everything. Know. Like Home we're work. Kids, right? <laughs> exactly. So, you know, we're meant to just live on this planet. Mm -hmm. You know, we already have divine wisdom. Yeah. But, you know, somewhere along the line, somebody decided that we had to be taught all of these crazy ideas and, you know, have, have the mind filled with all kinds of information that you regurgitate and, you know... And we're so busy working all the time that we're not playing. It has mm -hmm. been, play has been literally beaten right out of us. Yeah, it has. Because even when we're not, we're, like I remember we retired really young. Dwayne was in the military. And we were financially free. We, we, were, we didn't have a mortgage. We were... But it was also a really stressful time because there was always this worry of like, it's not enough. It's not enough. And it's almost like, what if it is enough? Where can we just like lighten up? And um, so it, it's interesting how even when you reach the thing that you think you need, there can still be this barrier to letting yourself just fully live. And so it's like, well, why not just do that now without needing all these external conditions to be the thing, you know, like that. Um yeah, it, it just gets beat out of us. And, and it's not really, you know, unfortunately, I don't feel like it's very honored. It's not a quality that gets, um, I think people feel good around it on some level, but there's this irresponsibility or this thing that needs to, like, that gets weirdly en enmeshed with play, um, where it's not, it, it's a luxury, you know, and or it's something that's silly and yeah, maybe it can be silly, but there's so many different deep play. And to me, the play is what is the heat is, is part of the healing that happens. Exactly. Yeah. It's like a high priority that mm -hmm. we as a collective, it's important for us to embrace. And the way to do that is with ourselves first. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, it's, our lives get so far out of balance when we are just, we're working and focusing on making the money, make the money, make the rent. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that's how my body got so far out of balance. Mm -hmm. You know, work, 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 get money, get money, get money. All the, that was like, that had become so all consuming. Yeah. It was just like such an all-consuming worry because like I didn't know where I fit in this world. Mm -hmm. Like all the stuff that that seems obvious and clear to me, 
doesn't seem that obvious and clear to most people. <laughs> like, so like just not to like the things that I like, I've always been connected. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I've always known there's more to life than what meets the eye. And, you know, I've always known that, you know, life should be simple. You know, but like when you have a conversation with people about how it should be really simple, they just look at you like you've got four heads or, you know, or that your body heals itself. Like, no, it doesn't, you know, like Mm -hmm. you're crazy. So like, I just never knew where I was supposed to fit in. So like, how am I supposed to make money in a world doing some soul sucking job that I don't enjoy. I don't like, I can't just live like this. So I was so far out of whack Mm -hmm. that it was clear that my body was out of balance because I was out of balance with life. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So what, what switched for you? What's some of your story that you would love to share? Like, like how you made a a shift in that. Well, I mean, it it was, that was kind of my rubber hits the road moment was I was so far down the rabbit hole of despair that like, I literally just didn't want to live anymore. I really, truly just wanted out. And so when I looked at the medical model, what they had to offer, like I had watched people go through chemo. I had watched I had watched some come out the other side and others never came out the other side. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and then I saw the people come out the other side for a little period of time. Then, then it would come back, you know, and mm-hmm. they go through the thing. It's like, how many times can we go through this? Like, and I, I just thought, you know what? Like, I'm not interested in any of that. Yeah. Like the situation I'm in right now, like, I don't ever want to be in this situation again. Yeah. So either I check out or I figure this out and I become my higher self. Nice. So that I just am done with all this, that I can be the master of my own reality. Like I can be the master of my own body. I can manifest things, you know, I can be a big girl creator now. And I was like, that, that was my tactic. Either, either I become fully enlightened and realize that I can keep my body healthy for the rest of my life. And I never have to worry about disease ever again. Mm-hmm. I was like, that was, that was what I was going for. So that's what I, I got. And just go for the gusto. I love it. I mean, cause that it is that simple. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. once you, once you start making these decisions and, you know, it's like, well, what do I really want? Well, I want to be master of my own reality. That's what I really, really want. Like, because mm-hmm. that's who I am. Mm-hmm. Like, I really, really want to be who I am at the soul level. That's yeah. what I really, really want. And when we start to make those choices, like then we get those things, we get that. But if we don't start making choices like that and we don't start recognizing, all right, I am the body, the mind, and the soul. I'm all three pieces. Mm-hmm. All three of those are one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It reminds me of, um, I don't remember 
if it was in a story or something, but basically you, you are the artist, you are the paint, you are the paintbrush and you are the canvas. (laughs) And it's like, Oh, okay. Like that just helps also put a a visual to me. It's like, Oh, I'm all of that. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And I, and I always talk about like, life is our canvas. Like Mm -hmm. your life is your canvas painted the way you have created it. And our energy is the paint. Mm. And it's like whatever energy we're using is what shows up on the canvas. So if we're using fear, doubt, worry, guilt, then the canvas looks like that. Mm -hmm. But when we're using joy and play and freedom and ease and fun, then the canvas looks like that. Mm -hmm. Like we're the artist. We get to choose. Yeah. Love it. <laughs> Thank you for sharing that. That's such a beautiful and you know, it just reminds me these um experiences really can be these mystical initiations into who we really are. Exactly. Uh, and really trusting our inner knowing and trusting ourselves our capacity and um and, and to do it our way, you know, like it's um yeah beautiful yeah and I'm so grateful that you're here teaching people to be in that with you and thank for themselves mm-hmm. thank you and I'm glad Yay. you're here to help people remember how to play mm-hmm. and yes. enjoy <laughs> and have fun so mm-hmm. when you do an online retreat how does how does that work well the the structure um is we're only on Zoom for three hours. Like I don't want to spend all day in on the computer. And so I really base them on how I do retreats in my home and they've worked really beautifully. So we do um, different activities and and similar to like how in, when I was writing that chapter, some things come at the last minute. Like there's a lot of room for just trusting what comes in. So there's a lot of flow. So I model like not having to have it all figured out or planned out. And we meet over four days because there's something really magical. I remember telling you too, that three nights and four days is enough to allow for a shift to happen naturally. So just being in that kind of container is really beautiful. And, and then um, I have a box of goodies that I send people with um, lots of things they can use with it in the retreat. Cause we use essential oils, we use crystals, we, just have a lot of fun. Um, usually there's a conscious craft in there, um, but they le- have the afternoons, depending upon time zone stuff, but usually we'll meet in the mornings in Pacific time. And then in the afternoon, I have different activities and invite them to try things on. But it's a time with the ones online where they actually get to integrate their life at the same time, where you're not having to leave and go somewhere and then come back and integrate it's like it's happening real time and it's just really beautiful. And then they get to infuse their space with all this peace and all this magic and um, even include their family. I have different ideas of how they can do that later. They're not really invited to the Zoom calls. So that can be that small intimate group. And and what I noticed too is that it is small. It is intimate. That's just the containers that just naturally are being created with me. So it's like six to eight people. Um and we really get to know each other, love each other, but also like be in our own transformation 
and when someone has a transformation, we all get it imprinted on us. So it's really beautiful to watch and to be a part of. And I, I'm just so delighted and honored. And it's a way I just, like, there's always a lightness that happens. Even if there's a heavy topic or a heavy something, it gets lightened up. And then play bubbles to the surface naturally. <laughs> oh, we love that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and we do some body movement too. So we're not just sitting in front of the computer. Um, and again, there's just a lot. Each retreat is different um, and they're all beautiful in their own way. So it's based on who comes. <laughs> wow, that mm -hmm. sounds like a great thing. I'm ready. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play. <laughs> oh, yay. Yeah, this one's extra fun for me because it's over International Unicorn Day. Like, who knew there was an International Unicorn Day? And so we're going to be activated with unicorn energy. We're going to, you know, do some meditations with unicorns. And, like, there's just going to be a lot of fun, beautiful, powerful, potent um, play that's going to be happening. Yay. We love it. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Let me share that. Yeah, for sure. We yeah. need more. We need more play. I, I feel like that's what's going to move us through what we're experiencing now. You know, it's going to unhook us from the drama and the trauma and move us into the higher dimensions and stabilize in those higher dimensions and just choose which game we're playing. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think that's, I think that's super key to realize that, you know, this, this is a big game that we are, that we're playing. Mm -hmm. And, you know, most people think that this is one game, but it's actually been kind of a different game. And now we're starting to see like, wait a second. There's games like, within the games within the games. Right? It's like, I don't like the way this game is set up. This game is set mm -hmm. up for me to lose. Like, hang on a second. I'm, I think I'm going to play a different game here. Yeah. <laughs> and, and we're not at the mercy of those games. I think that's the other thing. We move from victim of this happening to us to, oh, this is happening, you know, like, I love Michael Beckwith's, um, like, explanation of the different frequencies. I don't know if you've had exposure to this. Um, have you, do you know Michael Beckwith or of him? I do know who Ma Michael Beckwith oh, yes. Okay. So he talks about there's the victim frequency where life is happening to me. Yep. And then we, we evolve into the manifesting life is happening by me, like I'm making this happen. I'm doing all these things to like, create this and most people stay there because that we start seeing results and we start like thinking that's oh we've arrived <laughs> but then there's the next level of um i think i don't remember what he calls it but it's like life is happening through me so i guess you become like this channel of like oh life is happening through me and then the next level is my favorite and that's the one i've been playing in the most and where i even start my retreats in is that it's the being space and it's life is happening as me. Mm -hmm. And that is what we've been talking about this whole time. Life is happening as me, being me in this world. And it's just such a different energy. And it's, it's, not, it's not that victim energy that I feel like a lot of people are stuck in where this is happening to me. And so uh, whether it's, you know, illness or just 
you know, diagnosis or labels or whatever that, like what you were saying, that stuff that's coming at us, um, just moving through that, even a little bit, you move out of that, but then take it, do what you do did and just go for the big, you know, like, how can I be this? And, um, I don't know, it's just really a fun place. And I love meeting other people who are in that realm and playing in this way. So thank you for this time and space to be with you. <laughs> yes, thank you so much. Yeah, I love this, you know, this whole idea. You know, we've all been taught that, you know, that thinking about ourselves is selfish or, mm-hmm. you know, who do you think you are? God? <laughs> you know, like, yeah, actually, oh, yes. <laughs> right? You know, and I go, well, you know what? Like, if you look around and anywhere you look, the entire universe is all around you, 360 degrees. No matter where you go, you are always in the center of your universe. Mm-hmm. Like, no matter what direction you look all of it is all the way around and you're in the center so when then we when we start to realize wait a second i am the center of the universe like literally universe (laughs) one song i am well i am the i am Mm -hmm. and when you start to realize like wait a minute this is all me like there is no there is no others there's nothing that's separate we are all utilizing the same consciousness yeah oh that's such a beautiful way of making that understood and tangible then it gets a whole lot easier realizing hey i just my energy, the universe is just reflecting. It's a mirror, just mirroring back who I am being. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. And it, it'll show it. Like I read somewhere, like, let life be your guru. <laughs> it'll show you like what you're bumping up against. It'll show you where your resistance is. It'll show you where your attachments are. It'll show you what you're insisting. It'll show you all these places that then you can just be with them and let them dissolve and then see what's available and then play from there and create from there. Exactly. Yeah. I love it. (laughs) Yay. So your next, your next retreat is the play retreat. And when is that? Um, That is April 8th through 11th. So it's coming up. And then I do have another online retreat um, in May. It's um, Surrender Adventure. So really for people who want to dive deeper into surrender and actually apply it to either a project or an area of their life, like actually let this be practical and something that they can ground into their life. And then I have three more retreats that are here in person. So this is part of my retreat space that my husband and I have created in Hood River, Oregon. And... um, One's going to be peaceful magic, which is going to be all about like a reset and it's rest and surrender. And then there's a few others that are on my website. Um, Well, one's not on my website yet, but it's about land alchemy. So there's some fun things coming up for anybody who wants to either do it online or in person. It'd be really beautiful to share the space and magic. I'm going to put in, I have 
put in the chat so that you guys can see Milo's upcoming retreat. So check them out in the chat. If you're watching on YouTube, check out the show notes. And uh, if you're listening on Connecting You to You Radio, check out the show notes. Awesome. <laughs> Marla, it is such a pleasure to have you on. I'm so happy that our paths have crossed. Me I'm too. sure this is just the first of many lovely conversations that we will be having. <laughs> Oh, I look forward to it so much. And thank you for the space and time just to have this deep, meaningful conversation on this beautiful morning. Uh, you're so welcome. Thank you for, for gracing us with your presence on Solution Sunday, where the soul is the solution. So we are each the soul. We are the higher self. So what can you do this week to be your higher self, to be that part of you that is here to play in physical form. How can you make your life more play? How can you surrender to the sacredness of you this week? Tune in and find out. <laughs> Beautiful. Marlo, thank you so much for being with us this morning. My pleasure. It's been a treat. And thanks to everyone who's been watching and participating in your life. Yes. So Marlo, where, where can people find you if they're looking for you online? Um, so I'm not on social media. That's another thing that I'm really excited about. But I do have a website and it's just my name, MarloNicola.com. And um, I do a, a newsletter when it strikes my fancy to, to sprinkle magic into your inbox. Um, so that's another way you can learn about retreats and everything. But there's also a contact form there if you do want to reach me personally. Beautiful. Well, I hope many of you reach out. I hope some of you will do the upcoming retreats. So mm. I will be doing, I will do one coming up in April, doing a little play. I can't wait to play. Anybody wants to come play with us, come and join us. The link yeah. is in the chat on Facebook and it will be in the show notes on YouTube. Awesome. Thank you, Lisa. So thank you all so much for joining us for another Solution Sunday. So this week, remember, you are the higher self. You are the soul. How can you tune in and find that joy of living inside? Thanks for joining us all. Until next week, create for yourselves a great week. Thanks for listening to this episode of Connecting You to You Radio. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and share it with your friends. Are you ready to discover more about how simple healing your body can actually be when you do it from the higher wisdom of your soul? To learn more about what I do and how you can work with me, visit connectingyoutoyou.com and get on my mailing list to be the first to know about my latest offerings. If you'd like to interact with me on Facebook, please join my group, soul sourced healing check the show notes below for these links and more 
I hope to see you again next time on Connecting You to You Radio.